This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Wait, what did we do last time that was bad? <laughs> Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. <clears throat> and this is Karen Kilgariff. Oh, I remember what it was that we did last time that was bad. We were eating scones. <laughs> there were, uh, we got a lot of feedback about how upsetting it is to eat, <laughs> to eat and crinkle paper while you're doing a podcast. God damn it, we couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, and we already knew that going in. We wanted yeah. to just make sure you knew that it was the wrong thing to do. You know, I'm one of those people that likes negative attention as much as positive attention. Mm-hmm. I don't really know the difference. And so as long as I'm making you tweet at me in a passionate manner, it's just as good as if you're saying, I love you so much, as you're saying, if you ever do that again, you're going to break my brain. Exactly, and I learned from Mystery, the pickup artist, that. <laughs> Even if you're being mean to a woman yes. and telling her her friend is more pretty and that her f- feet are shaped funnily <laughs> and high ni- and nice sweater doesn't come in your size, it's the same as saying I love you. It's, to women, if you just let a woman know that she has Fred Flintstone feet, she will marry you that same night. What, did you come here in a canvas car with a bunch of ribs racked on the side? I never understood the ribs I I thought it was a large shell that they were putting onto the car. Nobody in the history of watching Hanna-Barbera <laughs> ever knew what was being put on Fred Flintstone's car. It's like, why don't why do they need a shell that big? Are they at the drive-in movie theater? Yeah, it's just that, you know, back then they still had roller skating up to your <laughs> window service waitresses. Right. 
but ribs were bigger because we were eating dinosaurs. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it's a rack of ribs that he ordered at the drive-in. But it's a t- it's the ribs of a T-Rex, we're supposed to believe? Yeah. Even though people and dinosaurs did not exist at the same time. N- uh, well, it depends on who you ask. I believe... <laughs> I'm going Adam by the Bible. And, Adam and Eve... <laughs> well, I'm getting there. Oh. Adam and Eve... Get there then. <laughs> after he, they... Uh, I, I can't remember. He killed the last dinosaur. They were riding on one and then... Adam they, did? Yes, yes. For Eve. Yes, and, as a gift. And then he said, you have one less rib than me. Here's a bunch of T-Rex ribs <laughs> yeah. to knock your car over. That's how much I love you. You fat, ugly bitch. <laughs> yeah, now let's go to the movies. <laughs> yep. Nagging, Bible-style nagging. <laughs> oh, nagging. I love that you remembered... Is it Mysterio? What's that guy's name? Mystery. Oh, just plain mystery. Well, I met when I did that, and I, this might be. I, every time I talk, I'm paranoid that I've said this before. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> do you must? I do. I think there's been a few times where you. People think you're pretending not to remember, but it's all fresh to you too. I think yes. together our brains are declining and. I don't have to pretend not to remember. So (laughs) everyone can drop that concept (laughs) immediately because I go full blank on things. It's not not good (laughs) and it doesn't feel good. But I also enjoy the telling because you are as mad Every time you tell the scorpion in your boot story, you're <laughs> as mad as the first time and as mad as when it happened to you originally. Right, right. So it's I, fun. I don't recall already getting it out of my system. <laughs> no, it's, it's still just boiling on the surface. It's entirely in your system. See, that's what I should use my declining brain with my acting. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's all passion. <laughs> so you worked with Mysterio? Oh, mystery. He'd um, be Mysterio if suddenly he had a curly mustache. <laughs> Mystery is the pickup. He was on a reality show where they would take nerdy men and be like, here's how you be mean to girls and trick them into not relationships, having sex. Okay. It's the worst. That's the worst show ever. Yeah. And the people that made uh, Reality Bites Back, this show that was a parody of different uh, reality shows. That and you worked on? I was on it, and, and Amy Schumer's on it, and mm-hmm. Bert Kreischer, and Theo Vaughn, and some other folks. All the young stars of tomorrow. It was, Yeah, but it was a show that was not, people weren't ready to, I don't know, have a mirror, because it was very funny, and... and they didn't want to bite back yet. Michael Ian Black was very funny okay. on it. Sure. Uh... Yeah, it wasn't Bite Back. That was a news parody show, Reality Bites Back. Or, well, wait. That's the title you just said. Dog Bites Man. I'm sorry. (laughs) I think I'm gradually losing it. It is called Reality Bites Back. You were right. I was right. Then I was wrong. Now I'm right again. (laughs) The crew came and they, they, they were, the next thing we're shooting in this house is this, this dating show and, I saw Mystery on an airplane, and I said, hey, I just met all the people that you're starting to work with. And he's like, oh, yeah, I met him yesterday, too. And I was talking with him, but the whole time, he was looking over my shoulder to people getting on the plane to see who he could have sex with. I could just tell it was this unhealthy, scary... Now, was he an attractive person? No, he was a tall, skinny, kind of smelled like B.O. Ooh. Uh, like a rocker smell. Like, this is unwashed leather. Oh. Get (laughs) get a load of my pheromones. He's trying to do, like, a Jane's Addiction pickup 
scheme? He is a Jane's Addiction-y guy. Okay. He's reeked of heroin and no deodorant, <laughs> and he had ski goggles on his head. <laughs> to peacock. I, I it's a peacocking. That. That's right. Why do, uh, see, I'm going to sound it, a little like I'm one now. of them because I remember all the phrases. Well, and also, clearly, you've been using them since you met this man. Uh, I have not, and I never would. You are constantly goggled. All I do is get shut down by the fact that I'm nice. <laughs> uh... And, and <laughs> until I get an outburst of anger. Now. I have two speeds. <laughs> nice and enraged. But he, later on, I found out he did indeed have sex with several women that worked on the in the crew of that show. Okay. Like, everyone did have sex with him. Well, but, he is a hypnotist of ladies. Well, but here's, I just would like to bring up this side, is mm. that there are women who are also looking for sex. So then they, that's just simplicity. That's like, that's why Tinder works so well for some people, because it's like, yeah, let's do this. I don't give a shit. It's not, it's not that hard. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not putting that out there, apparently. <laughs> no, you know why? You need a switchblade or something threatening. Yeah, You need yeah. to take care of business. What about this new mustache? Steven, does it work for you? Is it like a switchblade with the ladies? Steven loves mustaches. <laughs> oh, I, at... I keep it packed every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we are really almost have the same model right now. Yeah, and you guys are in the mustache club. The mustache club for men. I am the president and a member. <laughs> and I'm also a member. But I am, yeah, he was, uh, that's how I met the mystery man. It's funny because that era, which feels very late 90s, early 2000s of pickup artists and, or like the law, the 48 laws of power, all that stuff where people wanted a shortcut to basically being awesome. Right. Where it's just like, yeah, I can't be awesome individually. So can you write a book and then I will I will just kind of run down a series of behaviors and that will make me awesome? Yeah. It's like, well, let's start with a shower. How yeah, about yeah. some Axe body spray? Apparently not. No. There, we're, we, we're supposed to, I there's a lot of people that use this pheromone business and I, I, it's not, I can't be tricked by it. No. Well, body odor isn't my bag. Oh, is that really what he's doing? Like you smell I, the yes. animal carnal presence he did. of me? He was very stinky. Maybe I caught him on a bad day. <laughs> Maybe he was nervous because he was about to have sex with all those stewardesses <laughs> in was, a confined space. He would not look me in the face. He was looking at all the people behind me. I mean, that alone is like, he. you can have all the sex you want, but like nobody wants to actually spend time with you when you're like that. I mean, how many people have you been with at Hollywood parties where they just stare past you to the good person that might be walking through the door? There are five names I could give right now that I won't. Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't and good and yes I know I know every one of those names. we are thinking of the same people <laughs> uh, we should say it fast have Stephen edit it out and then he can hold it over our heads <laughs> if he feels like it <laughs> oh like blackmail <laughs> yeah. oh yeah he's like I got those five names <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna say the names now I'm gonna drop those names you'll rue the day <laughs> you ever booked but <laughs> double booked me right Stephen you're very vindictive Oh, of course. always <laughs> always Every time I look back there, he's rubbing his hands together. Yeah. I can't wait. We're, we have a guest today. I can't believe I'm it. I'm going to let it out of the bag. Season two, first guest of season two. First Episode season, two. First season, five years long. It's the first season we were really working some shit out. Mm -hmm. And now we've got it worked out. 
and we're ready. We're just ready to uh, execute. Yes. Execute, execute. Yes. Right? And it's going to be uh, as smooth running as this has been this whole time. <laughs> this conversation or the entire... The whole season. The whole... This... Zero hitches. <laughs> season two has been stellar. It's Emmy nominated already. Did you hear? Well, Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I didn't hear. They're doing Emmys for podcasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, we that's... won. We're nominated podcast Emmy... Uh, best original dramatic series. Congratulations. <laughs> That's terrific. You have to stop driving, everybody. Yeah. You have to stop driving, that dickhead. Guy isn't. He isn't. <laughs> Sorry. I like how you acted like you were going to go into his lane, though. I liked it. Yes, I, I like to, when people are doing things against the law, yeah. I threaten them with the car. Yeah. And I just drive at them. Yeah. You should do that. Now that you don't have... Oh, man, I saw a fit the other day, the car you used to have. Yes. Do not like it. <laughs> Don't have good memories with that car. No, it's not. It's well. I mean, I think Hondas make great cars, but sure, that sure. one specifically was filled with dog hair. You know, I'm a Honda man. Yeah, of course you are, lifelong. But uh, the fit, no. And you're specifically riddled with dog hair. That's not Honda's hair. fault. And no, they. Although they could have made it easier with the materials they made the car out of to yeah. keep the dog hair not locked in place. And I'm not saying it's not a safe car. I'm, uh, most people know this from the first. I, it was the first thing we ever talked about. It was the me first getting rear-ended in another fit. That's and right. Accordion the car to where the back of the car became the back seat, so and scary. the back seat became the front seat. And I became the dashboard. <laughs> and the, the jockey box, I'm someone's grandpa. Who calls it that? It's a, it's a, you and your dad. <laughs> what is it called? It's a, a jockey bag. It's a glove compartment. Glove compartment. That's where you keep your gloves, <laughs> not your <laughs> tiny horse riding pants. <laughs> the glove box opened up, and right when I got hit, it, it flew open, a pen flew out, and then, not that I saw it in slow motion, but when we hit the car in front of us, it stuck into the air conditioning vent thing. Yep. And my head whipped down, and the pen was just sticking out, and that was the first thing I noticed is how close I was to having a pen go in my eye. If, if not, be killed. Oh, this lady... Oh, she created her own lane, and she's old, and I feel sad. <laughs> she's, you know what? She's uh, the most successful person in Hollywood she because probably of that is. can do spirit. <laughs> she lives at the top of a tower gable. <laughs> oh my God, this is my favorite. So we were long ago. We for my favorite murder, uh, we had to do a Hall Halloween show, uh -huh. and so in the baskets writers room where I worked um, for last season. Somebody said, oh, what about that story about the, the, that death in the Hollywood Towers? And I was like, what? And Hollywood Towers is a very famous apartment building it's here in LA. Right. We just drove by it. We did just drive by it. Yeah, it's back there. Now we're by the Celebrity Center. So oh, it's scary. Yeah, but, it is scary. Uh, isn't it? Smoking. That's the most sinister building ever. Of course they abuse you mentally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's, how it's, the, it's the architecture. It is the Frankenstein's house. <laughs> it's Frankenstein. I never noticed how scary it was. Sorry. No, anyway. no, no. So somebody said, did, what, did you ever hear about those deaths in the Hollywood Tower? And I was like, no, please tell me everything. And they were like, yeah, apparently the um, elevator, there's a bunch of people in the elevator and it got struck by lightning and dropped. And I was like, this is incredible. And then the next day at work, they go, I'm sorry, that's the story to Tower of Terror at California yes, Adventure. Yes, I was going to say, I've been on that ride. <laughs> 
They told me the plot of a ride. Oh, that's great. They, they thought, they were like, I just remembered it as a true crime story. I'm so sorry. It's, it's so what, was there ever a haunting at the Hollywood nope. Towers? Nope. Oh, that's so funny. They entirely remembered a ride at Disneyland <laughs> and, as being a true crime story. And in real life, they just, there was black mold or something they had to tear it down. <laughs> yes. That just kind of quietly killed people. They can't really trace it back. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I... As I was so excited to say that's also what happens on the ride and what a weird... <laughs> nope, People total. have to write those rides. I knew a guy, Jerry right. Reese. Who used wrote, to write rides? He, he wrote The Brave Little Toaster and he designed concepts for Disney rides. That's cool. Yeah, it was like one of his jobs. He was a nice... He's still a nice man, but I haven't seen him for a while. Well, if you haven't seen him, he's probably an asshole now. Yeah, yeah, everyone changes. <laughs> probably doesn't even have a ponytail anymore. <laughs> what a prick, what a sellout. <laughs> no, he, he wanted to write. He liked Howard Kramer and I, and he wanted to do an animated thing when I worked for Fuel TV. Oh, nice. And he made like a concept of animation where it was like on a live action wall, like the graffiti came to life at night and he and I were both artists that worked in a bar. Yeah. And and then um, it was pitched to like Comedy Central and they said, we love it, we're doing it, but we don't have any money to pay the artist guy. And I'm like, of course not. well, why? No, it's his whole idea. Yeah, and, and you're Comedy Central, you have lots of money. No, they, we didn't end up doing it. They would not, they would not budge. Well, they're good people over there. This and that, was and that's when, what's important. It's a long, I don't even know. These people don't even work there anymore. That uh, was back when it was Adam Films. Don't get me started at about ATOM when it had little um, little Jimmy the Pimp, which was the, used to infuriate me so much. Jimmy the Pimp. Remember that? It was like a child pimp cartoon that like white boys thought was the funniest thing of all time. Oh God, this white boy comedy. When's it gonna stop? <laughs> Never. Being enjoyable to me. <laughs> Being my favorite kind of comedy. <laughs> See, that's that, that's that kind of timing. That's why I get these. <laughs> it is amazing. We thing. talked about it earlier, but I've been acting, you know. Yeah, the, oh, that's I have an right. audition today, actually. For what? That must, that's some kind of cat food. Well, I ruined the line already. I don't know if it's for cat food. But. Do you say the line with a mouthful of cat food? <laughs> you just made, I did a spit take, except the gross kind that's actually spit. Yes. It wasn't my coffee. I just spit on your car. A whole mouthful of spit is the ultimate compliment. And it sells products. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do, no matter what it is. No, it's for Rolls Fargo. Nice. Um, but I don't know what I have to do. But I'm telling you. I grew this mustache, and all of a sudden, it's like, now that guy is a character. Yeah, people go, oh, I can see it now. Mm -hmm. I can see what he's all about. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, during the day, I don't like walking around with it. So I wear a <laughs> ski mask. You really have to stay away from children now. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. I can tell that people think I'm a little weird. Well, that's a pretty building. I know. Isn't that cool? Is that where Matt lives now? I don't know. I don't think so, because I'm driving past We're it. We're picking up Mac. Ingebrets, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Do it. It would have been. Reveal it. And I mean, it doesn't have to be a grand reveal. It can be a gradual reveal. It can be a depressing reveal. He's uh, he has a show on Comedy Central called Corporate. It's very funny. He's very funny. He's very tall. He's very tall, and he loves to commandeer this show, which we love. Oh yeah, yeah. We might be getting interviewed if he still has the same style. I don't know. Has his style changed? <laughs> he may have changed. Since corporate has become such a success. So Karen's 
texting him now. I'll I'll try not to interrupt. Yeah, please be quiet while I text. <laughs> this is a night. This isn't where he lived before. I don't think. No. He's moved. This is the third place he's lived in as many years. I'm sick of this nomadic lifestyle that he's living. Yeah. Well, this is, I mean, it is nicer. I, I, if I ever get a show, I'm going to move into a nicer neighborhood, too, I guess. That's just how things go. Yeah, let's make a plan <laughs> that, you, that you move out of uh, your shit neighborhood <laughs> when you hit it. Marina big. Del Rey is very nice. It's just where most people go to retire. I don't, <laughs> I don't wake up with that get up, get up and go pep that I would here in this neighborhood. That's right, with these, all the young, hip people. Yeah, these people are moving and shaking. <clears throat> All right, so the text has been sent, and now it's just a waiting game. It's just a matter of the retrieval and reading of it. <laughs> and understanding. <laughs> yes, the concept. the and Comprehension. Then, and then follow through. That's yeah. really important that he, he walk out of the building. And also, maybe me double-checking that I did come to the correct place. Oh, yes. Let's oh, he just that. wrote back, coming. Oh, great. Precious. This is all working out. So cute. 19, oh, no, mm-mm-mm. Sorry, I'm <laughs> it's, it's ahead of us a little bit, a bit, according to this map. All right. Oh, that's not him. Yeah, that's, that's not him. It's another uh, young happening dude. Oh, I think it's behind us now. Oh. I don't get it. It's okay. He'll well, find us. We have we'll to just turn put around on the hazards. Good idea. Yeah. That, um... Where are your hazards? Let's you haven't, see, you don't need them. Ah. Because this car never breaks down. That's true. This car rules. It really does rule the school. <laughs> when I get, make it big with my TV show, uh-huh. I'm gonna get a car like this, I'm gonna live a street lot like this, I'm not gonna wear shirts like the one I'm wearing. You're, you're gonna do everything just like the people around you are doing? I'm gonna change so much. Good. <laughs> I'm going to wear suits. I'm going to have an affected accent. I'm going to visit a country for just a couple weeks and then have that accent forever. Yes. This is just like me every year, school year when I would start school and go, this year I'm going to be shy. Yep. And it would never work. Now, that's probably the sixth time I've said that on this podcast. No, no. Really? I know that we've talked about how uh, shy people used to exist and I miss them. Yes. Because now it's just a bunch of confident babies. Like you're, they're just born. I can do anything. Yeah, it's the parenting. Where's the, yeah. Uh, don't, they don't do really do abuse anymore the way yeah. they used to. What happened to kids who lived in fear and they didn't know what they were scared of? Like me. <laughs> I think it makes for a nice person. Every day. Oh, a lot of people last time I was talking about how I would hear voices and tunnel vision. And, and a lot of people have said I had the same thing. Oh, well, that's Half amazing. A dozen, yeah. Here's Matt. Oh, Matt Ingebrigtsen coming in. Oh, we, we put right next to the uh, garbage. Oh, hi. Hi, we, we thought we'd have you enter right by the trash here. You like garbage, right, Matt? Yeah, I love garbage. You're, Do you know Stephen, Matt? You're the Oscar. Yeah, yeah how's it going? Good how you to see you. The please Oscar be, of comedy. Please don't fight, guys. Seriously. What you the get, fuck is Stephen doing here? You guys know each other and get along, right? Whoops. Matt, do you want a black coffee? Uh... Cause you, you have one. Yes, I do. Come on. Thank you. Come on. We did right by you this time. Karen's real good at gifts. <laughs> I knew just what to get you. Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we yes. are. Yeah, yeah. Can't you tell by oh. how fake we're acting? <laughs> yeah. Is this? <laughs> yeah. Why are you guys acting like this? Hi, Matt. 
I can't stop smiling. <laughs> Stephen's touching me. Yep, there we go. Touch me and I scream. <laughs> Touch me. Oh, do we have the lodge mics? Oh, yes, of course. I almost Didn't dropped that. Didn't think I'd that. be holding a coffee the whole time, but it works out perfectly. This is a beautiful um, neighborhood, and I'm going to show you where I used to live. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Really? You, you, you okay. there yeah. left this neighborhood? Oh, I was in this neighborhood. We lived in this house right here when I was on speed in the 90s. And we had parties that were so loud and insane that the people who lived in this house here moved away. Wait, when I was on speed in the nineties. <laughs> Wait, which house? This we lived at that one right there. Okay. And That's it was very cute. a disaster area. <laughs> Who did you live there with? Um, my friend Dave Mesmer and my other friend Maleva Barbula. And we just drank. Maleva Barbula? This was when no. I decided I was going to take speed so I can be thin enough to audition for TV shows. <laughs> but then I drank my weight in beer every night. So it was just a kind of counteractive. It didn't totally work. Oh. And I never slept. And I would get up in the morning and just start fucking. I started smoking and rolling calls, making plans of like, we're all meeting for lunch at this place. We're all doing this show tonight. And then we're going to meet at this bar. And that's all I did. I was like, wow, like a personal assistant for your party friends. (laughs) I'm so glad I know you at this point in your life. (laughs) I yell slightly less than I used to, but only a little bit. It was nuts. What have you guys been talking about since you got in the car? Um, Chris auditions that Chris has been on. (laughs) Chris? Uh, Tell Matt about it. Just retell the same story. But now for Matt. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been, I think I need to take an acting class because there isn't, I don't know how I've done. (laughs) Yeah. Until, uh, months later when you get to see it and then it washes over me that I'm not terrible. But oh. I feel like I do, I can be terrible, but I don't know, so I need to take an acting class and learn how to do this. Now, Matt, when you, Matt is uh, one of the stars and creators of the Comedy Central series Corporate. Mm-hmm. Hit series, right? Yeah, that's right. Hit series. <laughs> now, Smash hit. did that happen to you when you started on Corporate? Like, did you ever have that performance anxiety of... I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. No, I have the blind confidence of a tall white man. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, no, it definitely did. Especially when we uh, made the pilot, Jake and I were both like, well, we're frauds, so we need to really work hard at this until we get it right. So, I don't know. I think stand-up helps a lot, though, I think, sure. in, like with your confidence. but. It's not so much the confidence that I'm worried about. I really think there are techniquey things to this that that is the reason people go to schools like well, Steppenwolf and Juilliard or whatever. <laughs> like it's not just about being confident. No. I think that I don't know what I'm doing. Did the, you take classes? No. The okay. the best piece of advice I ever got from Adam Lustig, who's also on the show and, and a great an actor. incredible actor. And nice. Is that so nice. All, he went to NYU to school, whatever it is, to, uh, like dramatic school. And um, he said the only thing he learned w- was that the only thing to be good at acting is to like not be self-conscious while on camera. Yeah. If you can like remove all of that, you're doing a, a plus work. Yeah. 
He said, he said he just learned breathing exercises and they did yoga and acting classes. So I don't think you learned anything. See, I never, I took acting classes and I was a theater major, but I never connected the fact that the reason we were doing these incredibly irritating exercises was to relax me for performance. I was always just like, oh, right. here's this stupid shit where we have to pretend we're walking through honey uh -huh. and it would make me so mad yeah. and I wouldn't kind of pay attention. And then when we would go to perform, I'd be like, I have to get through this. And oh, I here never... I am on speed walking through honey. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just saying it out loud. It was harder for me than other people because I was on speed walking through honey. Yeah. Why am I? Yeah, I feel like quicksand is always some sort of an exercise. Pretending you're in quicksand. Or maybe that's just a game I used to a play. A note for the listeners, Karen just honked at someone <laughs> taking a left turn, and she was justified in doing so, but it was aggressive. Now, it was aggressive. But it was, was I? Because they were waiting for a person who was running the light. So I think I actually was in the wrong. Okay, addendum, Karen was in the wrong <laughs> and deserves no pity. <laughs> Beware of Karen. Just yeah. light me up, I deserve it online. Well, the thing that happened uh, the other day was I started to get nervous. I'm like, they all think I'm a fraud. And I started sweating and then it totally helped because the scene was me breaking up with someone. And that yeah. is also when you get nervous <laughs> and would start sweating. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, this is working out perfect. <laughs> My self-awareness just bailed me out. You just need to play parts where the person is nervous and sweaty. Yes, <laughs> if I could just corner that market. The dumbest audition I ever did was for a Taco Bell commercial. And the premise of it was that you were like, make, we, you had to make a tiny taco. So during the audition, I had to mime. <laughs> I create. did that. You did? Uh, I did that audition. You had to Wait, mime got it. create. Yeah, no, I did not. <laughs> mime creating a tiny taco and mm -hmm. just halfway through creating it, I just looked up and was like, I'm sorry, I, I can't do this. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> that happened all the time where I would go in and it would be like a commercial for like a bank and they'd be like, so basically there's a line here and you're just going to go down and like rip the people as they're standing in line. So mm -hmm. So just picture the people. There's no line of people. So you just had to improvise insulting people who weren't there. And I, I was like, okay, sounds good. And then I went to the beginning. So you had to do that and then start the copy. Mm -hmm. And so I started and I was like, nice shirt. TD Ameritrade or whatever the thing was and went straight to the copy because I was like, what are you talking about? Right, right. How are you? So I used my imagination to improvise a bunch of insults that can't be funny because you can't see yeah. what I'm imagining. You can't see that the invisible person does not indeed have a nice shirt. It's a stupid shirt. That's what's funny. You're picturing that they have a beautiful shirt on and so the comedy won't ever land. I hate auditioning so much. Wait, so that one I forget, because I, I vividly remember. It was like two years ago. What is, happens to the tiny taco, though? Did, I feel like... I don't... Does I it have anything to do with a mouse? Oh, maybe. Is there a mouse <laughs> eating it? Were they serving mice at Taco Bell? I, yeah. Because I will. You guys all know in this car that I do like miniatures, like dollhouse or otherwise, but Wait, I tiny that. food. I didn't know that. Yeah, Little, I certainly didn't know that. I love... I, when I was a kid, I wanted Wait, a dollhouse. what? I really wanted a dollhouse just for the tiny toasters and little chairs mm -hmm. and like the I like miniatures. I stuff. mean, now that you're saying this, this does make sense based on what I know about you, but I did not know this. Yeah, it is. Good. It is a cool art, and I follow on Instagram a lot of mini like there's guys that make just the frontage of a subway, you know, entrance and and buildings. And so I think my dad was scared that I wanted to start playing with dolls. 
It is scary. And yeah, yeah, God forbid. That was a big fear in the 80s <laughs> that your son would just be like, You better buy him a gun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, called, yeah. they called it doll panic, the doll panic of the 80s. <laughs> so he had me doing push ups. But we made like a, a Wild West store facade, and that had miniatures, and it really fulfilled that desire. We never finished and it. And yet, but while at the same time being insanely manly. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was... had me smoking cigars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now, Matt, yes. what's the thing we don't know about you, miniature style? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that you're into that other people don't know. Yeah. But it has to be miniature? No, no. 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 <laughs> it's just that style. <laughs> oh, this is so hard. <laughs> it's a secret. What don't we know about you? It's a secret, but it's very light secret, like the miniatures. We don't want to get into your bullshit. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to bring your uh, bullshit to the table. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring my bullshit, so I'm glad you said something. Okay. Um, I did just read... This might not count be exactly what you're talking about, but I did just read the book Dune. You guys ever heard yes, of the book sure, Dune? Sure. Um, I've had mixed feelings about it, and I don't really know why I read it. I I felt like a book I should read, or it seemed like a. I don't really get nerd culture, I guess, or like kind of like sci-fi obsession. Sure. But I was like, maybe if I read this, it will <laughs> it will help me. And, and did the spice help you? You know about the spice. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, no, it did not help me. But I did it. I enjoyed it well enough. But I was like, I don't know why people are talking about this book so much. It's and just like different Star Wars. It, it was a story, yeah. yeah, it was a storyline in, in Togetherness. They were going to do a Dune musical for kids, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, something to do. And I, I sort of wanted to read it after that, too, because there are a lot of people that. What's Togetherness? That show that was great. <laughs> on HBO. Oh, the Duplass Brothers show. Yeah, it's yes. like oh. a lot of the same people that are making that single parents show. It's just, you were making a reference as if you were saying, like, it's very well-known thing. And when that happens and I don't know the thing, I, right. panic, I get really upset. No, it's okay. <laughs> and I tend to just make references to things that are specific and just assume that everyone knows what they are. So, boy. What a combination. We shouldn't be in a room together. <laughs> I'm diving into traffic now. <laughs> yeah, dude. What is, I, is it a big book? I'm impressed. Oh, it's a big book. I big boy book. It's a big book. Tiny boy book for big boys and girls. Are you a big proud boy? But, most, but mostly boys. Yeah, mo but most ser seriously, mostly boys. Yeah, they don't girls, treat women great in the book. Girls um, actually hate books like that. Yeah. Does the book have? Do worms go in someone's nose? No, okay. there are worms, yeah. but there they're are... too big to fit in the nose. Okay. They're the... like tremors worms. Yes, okay. That's right. The Kevin Bacon. Wait, film. Karen, yes. why do you know about this stuff? Did um, you see the movie? Well. I'm one of those girls that knows boy of things. Oh. <laughs> Karen Also Jess. known as a comedian. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know it to survive. A woman who focuses on boy things is called This a is comedian. just one of the many books you read on speed in the 90s. You were good, flying. got it. Worm spice. I got everything. Good. Moving on. You know, actually, there's a... So that director... I watched this documentary one day by accident. This can be my piece of trivia. It's not that good, but it's a it Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that, but I it's on my list. It's so good. So yes. he wanted to direct Dune. Yes. And it's all about the work he put into the the like basically what he was going to do to be the director of Dune. Yes. And it, he had H. R. Geiger, is that uh -huh. his name? Sure. Uh -huh. H.G. Geiger? Yeah, he does, does very technical airbrush. He, he designed Alien. He's the, the alien. alien guy, and mm -hmm. he's like an amazing uh, uh, art director. Would that yes. be what he is? Yeah. Yes. Um, so that guy had all the 
all he had a whole book that uh -huh. was going to be the Dune movie, yes. and just all the studios were like, "We just don't." This looks crazy. We we can't. Yeah, we don't believe in it. And yes. then like a year later, they did Star Wars. So it was like he was this. He's always been this visionary. Um, but in that documentary, there's a thing he goes into talking about how fucked Hollywood is for art. True artists get fucked in Hollywood. Yes. And it is the speech. I While I was watching the documentary, I started taking pictures of the screen grabs of things he was saying and posting them on Twitter like a <laughs> lunatic because it was all this like, this money, this dirty money that and whatever. I was like, oh my God, this is it. This is why nothing good exists in entertainment. Have you oh. ever seen the documentary Burden of Dreams about Werner Herzog. No. Uh, his attempt to, a movie that I think eventually came out, but it was a movie that, that was shot in the like a jungle in South America where people died in the production. <gasps> yes, what? when he really? was, which, yes. it was Fitzcarraldo, yes, right? Yes, that's yeah. right, uh-huh. Yep. Which is insane, because once you've made anything, you're like, if somebody died while we, <laughs> while right. we made a fucking movie or TV show, we should all go to hell and yes. stop making the insanity stuff, yeah. of that the movie Roar. That it's I don't oh, think the original I have movie. That one, yeah, yeah, it's insanity. Have you seen that? This movie with all these wild tigers in it and people on camera getting attacked by tigers. <laughs> Is Real it blood. Melanie Griffith? Yes, yes. Mel that Melanie Griffith in it. Yes, because they're her mom's tigers, right? Yes. It's that thing, because we watched a trailer for it. We went down a rabbit hole in the baskets room one day about how Tippi Hedren and it's Tippi Hedren, right? Yes. It's her mom. Mm -hmm. And they kept lions at their fucking house in like Sherman Oaks. Yes. <laughs> and they had a bunch. And there was one picture where a lion just has Mel Melanie Griffith, I think, is in the pool. And she just... The lion has its whole mouth around her head. Yes. Oh, my God. I've I saw seen that, that picture. Yeah, I saw that movie in a theater, like a packed theater, and it was one of the craziest experiences I've ever had because <laughs> people are freaky. It's so scary what you're watching. So Tippi Hedren is a decent actor if she had to pretend then to be scared of birds. <laughs> <laughs> I live with lions. Voluntarily. <laughs> yeah, they are my lions. Birds. Oh, no, birds are flying oh, no. at me. <laughs> you mean they're going to peck me with their little beak? I I've had my head in a lion's mouth. And she's just holding a whip, standing on a stool. I do it all. Birds are scary, though. I was just at the... I, w I was in Hawaii, guys, by the way. Oh, oh what wow. island? Kauai. <gasps> the best. I always Beautiful. ask that, and then I don't know anything about the islands. <laughs> Kauai is where I went last, or for this past 4th of July. It's oh, yeah? my favorite. Incredible. Yeah. When um, someone says the big one, what do they mean, Maui? They mean Hawaii. Hawaii yeah. itself. Oh, Where Honolulu why don't they just is. say Hawaii? It's less words I mean, than the, the, the big island. Yeah. They're oh. trying to make you feel bad because you don't have as much money. I as knew that. it. Thank yeah. you for saying that. <laughs> Every welcome. time someone, even right now, Matt's trying to make me feel bad. Yeah, yes. the big island is extra expensive. Um, <laughs> what did you do there? <laughs> it's hard to get a hotel there. Almost nothing. Mm -hmm. Truly almost nothing. Yeah. Uh, there's very little to do other than just like eat and drink and lie on the beach. Sure. Did you go to that bar where they have pizza and serve the strongest Mai Tais? Yes, right I there? did. Shakey's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got a Shakey's. <laughs> Chris, just for the people at home, Chris did a comedy sip. After he said Shakey's, he leaned over to his drink. Mm -hmm. He didn't bring the drink to his mouth and then sipped like that was the best joke. I learned it on... No, it's just people are laughing. I can have some of my alcohol. <laughs> the, uh, that bar was, was uh, used in the movie The Descendants. Yes. And uh, they had the movie The Descendants at the Airbnb I was staying at. And nice. we watched it. It's and it felt like a really lame thing to do in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Um, when my sister, so we have family friends that have a house in Kauai uh-huh. that they rent, but then everybody also goes to a lot. Yeah. So then do it, friend. Do it. Make decisions. Oh, I see. He was helping his other friend. It happened stuff. again. We were getting mad at someone being courteous. <laughs> That's right. God. Uh-huh. Motherfucker. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> Oh. You should have run it. That guy is Ooh, a, he did, he's an asshole and he's been an asshole the whole time. Well, I wish people, we need to have cameras. <laughs> yeah, this should be Everyone's lost. <laughs> <laughs> We're just driving down Western. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, but <laughs> that guy's been mad at me for not running about four different lights the entire time. And it looked a lot like Jake Fogelnest. I might confront mm. him on Twitter later. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's but how you should confront him. What is the name of that bar again? Can you remember? Tahiti. Tahini uh, Nui? Nui? Yes. Yeah, ah. So my sister and Adrian and all of their friends that were there for, um, it was somebody's birthday and everybody was there. Mm-hmm. It was like two months ago. So they went to that bar and they would go to that bar like every day or every night, yes. depending. Because it's kind of the only game in town, yes. essentially. Ex- unless you want to go to Happy Talk, which is also awesome. Did you go to that no. one? Happy Talk. It's the bar in the hotel that's right there on the... Oh. Uh-oh. What? Are you ready to joust in my ambulance? <laughs> ambulance. <laughs> yes. Look Ambu- at this. Oh. He just pulled right over. I guess, wow. yeah. They're just getting some coffee. <laughs> I, sometimes that bothers me when uh, I'm not, of course, uh, you know. Ambulances uh, bother no, you? No, no, firemen are, that's a fire truck. They're, it's red. They, uh, they, they're they the hero, they're heroes, but a lot of times. But they bother me. They'll, no, they're heroes who bother like me. like their attitude. <laughs> it's like, I get it, I can hear you. Uh, they, a lot of times, and in that case, I think there was a, uh, first response reason, but sometimes the sirens go off and they're just picking up some lunch. Sure. You know what I mean? Oh, they take advantage. My dad actually came down the first time I hosted the, uh, the, the like showcase night at the improv in San Francisco. Uh My dad was a fireman in Chinatown at station two. And so they came down and pretended they were there to check the um, fire safety. And then they all just stood in the back of the room and watched me host. (laughs) That's so sweet. All in full uniform with the truck parked, double parked out front. (laughs) That's that's just a story about you having a good dad. Right? How'd you do? Yeah, how'd you eat it? I killed every time. (laughs) I've always, always killed. She did. She killed so so hard they were glad the firemen were there (laughs) to do for CPR. Your tagline should be Karen, the perfect comedian. (laughs) (laughs) Rarely doesn't kill. Uh, And then it turns out I don't know what kill means. Um, So the last time they were in at Kauai, they went to Tahiti Nui, and... There was this guy, and he was partying with them, and he was buying them Mai Tais, Mm -hmm. and everyone was having a great time. And at one point, he told either my sister or her friend Adrian, he was the king of the island. And they're like, sounds great. And we're just like, okay, buddy, I'll buy you a beer, whatever. It turned out he was the king of the island. (laughs) What? Like They looked it up on Facebook, and he's the king of of, uh, Kauai. In conjunction with the government? Yeah, he's the official, like, he is the, you know, 30th, you know, oh. in the in the line to the throne or whatever. He's he was the king. And he wow. actually had a like, sidekick guy with him that was, like, taking care of business. And, like, at one point he asked one of them to dance. And then the sidekick is like, yeah, go dance with the king. And they're like, oh, oh. I better go dance with the king. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Isn't that the best? I really, what, I wonder what he, what duties he has as a king. Well, he has to party. Yeah, he has to wear a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> What's funny about Hawaii is I had gone once before, but just for a couple days. And um, 
but going this time again, it just reminded me, it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. everything they've said and, and like, the music. Like, we got off the plane and we're literally hearing the uh, ukulele version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Of it's yeah. a little bit like, maybe change it up a little bit sometimes, <laughs> Hawaii. No. Wait, there just needs to be more songs recorded by that guy. Yes. Because he only did the one. Yeah. I can't remember. That is a specific, that's a hit song, that, that cover. Yes. Yeah. That was big for Hawaiian ukulele music. Uh-huh. It's that, nice. I can't remember his name. Uh, my dad would know. Chris, do you play an instrument? I played trombone for a while, and I picked up a rusty one the other day, and I just couldn't even make it blow. I don't know how to Are put Are you my... telling a sex joke? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the most complicated, terrible sex joke you've ever told. I, I picked one up, and and I couldn't even make it make a sound. I, you uh, weren't joking? It was like, it's, I played it for four years, and I the other day I blew on it and just went... Like it wouldn't even... Uh, I didn't know how to do it anymore. This is oh. a true story. What a waste of time that was. Yeah, my trombone years were real. I mean, just the word trombone sounds insane. And this yes. one was indeed rusty. I knew when I said it, it was kind of a sex joke. But okay. it was a rusty mm. old trombone. It was just like your luck that you found a rusty one. Yeah, my friend Sanchez, he needed a bath. He's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> he handed me this rusty trombone. <laughs> Do, are you enjoying any of this, Matt? You're I love it every moment so, of it. I just, yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were even smiling. It, it, that is what's <laughs> funny about this podcast is I can't, so we can't look at each other, Chris. Right, I'm it's looking, okay. It's I, why I like it. I'm not even looking at the back of your head. I'm looking at a, a headrest. <laughs> I, I can't see any part of you, What if I put little googly eyes like the kind that used to deface statues? <laughs> that would be on nice. my head. Yeah? Karen, do you play guitar much or have you, are you still playing? Do you pick it up? I haven't played in a while. So every once in a while I will, but it uh, doesn't ever sound good to me. Mm. And I think I did it when I was a guitar comic. I had such yes. shame about it that I think I ruined it a little bit for myself. Like mm. I did it for too long past the time I wanted to do it. I see. Because I was too lazy to actually write an act. And so then I just turned it... I, turned it on myself that is an unfair uh way to categorize what you do because you because right. what because what you did is in, incredibly funny and, and so Thank good um, yeah so I, you're writing it off yeah <laughs> I mean, I, i'm calling bullshit also yeah. you're good yeah and you're good at guitar and you gotta start a rock band and let me at least play oh, the right. rusty trombone <laughs> <laughs> i swear i'll practice do you, matt do you play an instrument no i played drums and uh percussion growing up but I uh, kind of let it slide. Music is fucking hard. You got to do it every day, or yes. it falls away very quickly. Sure. Yeah, that's everything almost. And it's- but you, but also, if you're in a band, you have to be writing songs that justify you doing it every day. So, like for me, like um, I have friends that are in a band that's my favorite band, and mm-hmm. it's the best. And like it makes sense to me that they have this kind of very. It's almost like all their life makes perfect sense. The Rolling they, Stones. Yes, <laughs> Mick yeah. and Jerry and Dan. Uh-huh. Um, but they, but like that makes sense. But then there's those people you know that like you go to see them because they invite you. Yes. And their music sucks, their lyrics suck, and you wish you didn't go. Yes. And like they're practicing just as hard as the people who are good at it. Right. I know. That's the, that's what makes me sad about music. I stopped practicing, so now I'm just left with my angelic voice, <laughs> my perfect singing voice. That's you're the perfect singer trademark like i am the perfect comedian yeah no matter how much you practice at some point talent has to be part of the thing right yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got the goods, Karen. You got to start that band. Okay. You can be like the Sundays with a. Oh, could you imagine? With an edge. Matt, if you would please pick up those drumsticks again, you could be the drummer. Okay. Of fine. this band. You're giving Matt a role. I'm the one that wants to start the band. Okay. Okay, rusty trombone. You can have your dumb right. sex joke. <laughs> Yes. Chris, Chris comes yes. out and tells a sex joke during the act. <laughs> Mid song, same joke every time. <laughs> and I and then I come out. The music abruptly stops, and I do some dumb aristocrats act. The great thing about Chris, though, is that even if it's the same joke t every time, he'll tell it slightly differently. Yeah, they'll right, stumble right. through it in a slightly different, funny way. Thank like, you. You know, Thank he's you. absolutely talking off the top of his head. There's no way he isn't. I need all I need is slight variation to enjoy comedy. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just repeating yourself. Don't we all? Yeah. Mm. I did a little holiday shopping this morning. Oh, Ooh. did you? Mm -hmm. Online. I bought an expensive mug for a family member. <laughs> <laughs> you guys done any shopping in Los Feliz lately? Mm, no. Los Feliz, for the listeners, is a hip part of Los Angeles. And it's pronounced Los Feliz. <laughs> I know. What, the, what, what did I just say? Los Feliz. Damn it. I know. But that's what, You didn't just move here. I would have let I you know. I would have let but it, it go. It is. That's how you pro <sighs> correctly pronounce yeah, it in Spanish. But not in LA. No, yeah, but you have to. I will. Uh, when I moved to Austin and everyone. It was, I called it Guadalupe Street, and everyone said, oh, no, no, it's Guadalupe. Guadalupe. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, no, it's a Spanish <laughs> word. I'm going to say Guadalupe. And then you're on the bus, and they announce every stop in English, and then afterwards they announce it in Spanish. And they said, you know, the next street is Guad Guadalupe with, like, a Texas accent. And then they repeat it in Spanish. You know, La Calle Esta Guadalupe. They mispronounced <laughs> the Spanish word in Spanish. Yeah. That's Which is just a Texas, you know, fucking. Look, if remember you, the Alamo? Yeah, because if you win that fucking war. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You win the war, you get to change all the pronunciations. Yeah, that's fucking right. Like, didn't right. They didn't win. Yeah, then they just trap people and burn down a building. Like, that's not winning a war. Don't get me started Chris. on battle techniques. <laughs> Don't you dare besmirch the war of Texas or whatever that Sorry. was. The Call great... me Ozzy Osbourne because I'm pissing on the Alamo. <laughs> the Great War of Texas. But anyway, there's about a dozen shops in Los Feliz that just... Damn it, I did it again. Los Feliz. No, no, that was better. <laughs> Los yeah, Feliz. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sell only $70 mugs, yeah. $3,000 blankets, and <sighs> $500 pillows. Now, do you think those... Do you think it's a drug front? Do you think it's a um, Trustafarian... Oh, I mean, a trust fund child. Like, how do you explain those stores? I think it's, I think you have to be rich to start one. Right. Um, I will say, let's take, let's be empathetic here. Okay, my guess is, <laughs> let's, let's try, let's, let's just try to be a good person, okay? Just, just do that. Why, why, do, why can't we be good people? Um, I would imagine, because most of the stuff in there is, like handmade by single, like it's not like single mothers. Thing. Yeah, so in order to sustain <laughs> their business, you got to pay seventy bucks for their fucking right. Pretty, they're so the mugs are very pretty. I will yeah, give them sure. That. And this is a standard mug. It's just a. It's not. Doesn't have a top on it. You're no not talking top. like a thermos. It's type. just. It's a mug that'll make you feel better than your neighbor. Gotcha. Yeah. That's all I want out of a mug. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's mug superiority. It's yeah. very common these days. Yes. Do you have any prestige mugs here <laughs> at the 
Believe Los me. Feliz Navidad story. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and they will. Uh-huh. My niece. And I'm sorry because I did tweet this, but mm-hmm. my niece wants an ice skating. My she's big into ice skating and takes lessons, and she's really good at it. Mm-hmm. So she's my sister said Nora wants an ice skating necklace. So I look up ice skating necklace on Amazon, mm-hmm. and there's all kinds of like a single ice skate uh-huh. on a pendant. There's mm-hmm. full girls ice skating that you could get. That my sister said she thinks that's what she wants, and it looks super trashy and okay. it's very large. <laughs> but then at the bottom of the page, uh, the sponsored ad for a necklace was a pendant of the guy from Saw, the mask from Saw. Oh, weird. So uh, it's ice skating, ice skating, little girl stuff. And then at the, the bottom was this big, huge, the, the like, shall we play a game guy oh. with the creepy cheeks. And the, it was fucking Who hilarious. Was that for? Yeah, I don't know, especially on the ice skating page. Yeah, was it, yeah, was it categorically there for, because of some, did that guy, Skate when he wasn't haunting people or something. <laughs> I Why? don't know the Saw series. Yeah. I don't know that his his you know it's what that guy in did. The upcoming Saw movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That he was a former you pro guys, ice yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a nice dancer who had his feelings hurt. Yeah, yeah, and he'd paint a red swirl on his cheek. Yeah. That's all I know about the Saw monster. I've never I, seen Saw. I've never seen one of them. There's one uh, Carrie <laughs> Carrie always uh, who I like. How, is that how you say his name? The yeah. guy that played... It, no, it's Los Feliz. <laughs> <laughs> Los Feliz, the guy that was in Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's so good in that, and then he was in this Saw movie, and uh, and uh, he was not good at acting. What if he listens to the podcast? I'm going to feel he so bad. He absolutely could, and mm-hmm. he is a good Sorry. actor. He but is I good. think he probably was like, this sucks, and who cares? Well, he did that for yeah. Liar Liar, too. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, oh, you he know, plays the dad? <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, new, yeah, the new boyfriend. Yeah. I think when he has an American accent, he seems less appealing mm. than oh, okay. when he's British. Because he's British. Oh, man. He was, he's great. I, I'll just reiterate, he was great in Princess Bride. It's too late, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> we all know your really real hurt. feelings. He you hurt him. I already said that I feel like I do good sometimes and bad sometimes. <laughs> He needs to know. We're that the that's same. Trial, Carrie, I'm the same as Carrie always. We're human beings, Carrie. <laughs> Accept it. <laughs> you stunk it up and liar, liar. <laughs> Why didn't it, it was like he was too campy for you? What was the problem in Liar Liar? Oh yeah, it was just uh he was it, yes, sure, campy or just bad at acting. I don't know. Yeah. I, it was not a convincing I know what you're talking about, but it, I, for it, one, it, love it, his acting and would never say anything bad about no, him. I know that he's a fan. No, my back is sweating because I think he's listening. <laughs> Guys, don't get in my head. Listen, Carrie, Chris is a nice guy. <laughs> you got to let this one go. <laughs> you guys really think he's listening? <laughs> oh, he's listening, isn't he? You can feel it. <laughs> I turn and he's in the back of the car. Sad. <laughs> no one likes me anymore. <laughs> oh, you can't always be. What's the last movie that you saw in the theater, Matt? Yeah. Uh, the Favorite. Oh. And I loved it. It's good, right? I thought it was so good. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. It's so fun. You're going to fucking love it. It's just all like smart, fucked up dialogue and terrible things happen. It's great. Yes. But okay. it's pure fun. Yeah. I did love The Lobster so much. The Lobster is great. Too. Except for yeah. that ending was dark. Oh, yeah, it's dark. It's less, um, because it's Yorgos Lanthimos, that director, but he didn't write it. So it's a little more of like, because his movies are like psychotic and wild, and this is a little more straightforward, but in a good way, I think. Oh, okay. 
Well, I picked the street that has all the stopped garbage trucks on it. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's fun because then, it, oh, this guy doesn't care. He's like, come on, yeah. come on. I'm a smooth-faced asshole. <laughs> I'll look him right in the eye. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, I didn't like that guy at all. That's That very... was a lot like the guy that was behind me for several blocks. Mm. There's a lot of tension in this town, especially around the holidays. Ooh, when's the last time you saw a car with a boot on it? Oh, did that have a boot? Wow. Yeah. I used to get the boot a lot in the 90s, you know, when I was on speed. <laughs> the holidays are so funny. Like, when, especially, like, the airport. I went, I flew home for Thanksgiving, and um, you never see, and I flew home on Thanksgiving Day, such Ooh. a combination of the most angry people at the airport right. and next to them, like, very happy people who are, like, very yeah. blissed out, happy to go home, and then some people who are furious at what's happening. It's the only difference is full or empty stomachs. I almost... <laughs> I'm <laughs> almost, hungry! I almost got into a fight at the airport going home. What the fuck? <laughs> well, Wait, can I just ask? Yes. Did you fly at night like you had dinner and then you were like, I have to go back? I flew in the morning. So you did pre-Thanksgiving and then came home? Well, so, okay, so my little sister's a nurse, and so she worked Thanksgiving, so we did Thanksgiving the next day. Oh, nice, okay. Yes. Oh, got it, you were on your way out. Y yes. Got it. I was on my way to Houston. To, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. What, Wait, hold want, on. Let's back up. I want to explain the. I want to explain that a little bit. I want to explain. I want, are you gonna, Are you going to talk about the fight? Yes. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. So, I was uh, going through the TSA, uh -huh. and I got through. And before I was getting putting my stuff on the like conveyor belt to the uh, or whatever the security thing, uh -huh. um, this guy cut in front of me. Oh. And um, I usually let that go, but I've let it go a few times recently, and yeah. I then just. I'm angry the whole time, yeah, just in yeah. a subtle way, like pissed off. For so, weeks. Yeah, for weeks. <laughs> and so he cut in front of me and right away I just said, hey, you cut in front of me. Uh -huh. And he turned around and was just like red faced, like felt like New Jersey oh. somehow to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, big, yeah. big guy. And was like, he was like, you're the, he was like, well, you're taking up too much time. And then, and I was, and he was like, you want to get in front of me? Get in front of me. And oh. so I got, so I was like, okay. So I got in front of him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good. That is, well, you did the right thing. Yeah, I'm, on, just, I'm on your side. Just right behind my head, like I'm doing to you. He was like, while I was going through the lines, like, you little fucking son of a bitch. You want to take this outside? We'll take it outside. Oh, like, you're kidding me. No. Yeah. Oh, and, man. And I should have, I guess I should have alerted the TSA, but I just stood there and kind of took it. And then we got through and I was like, have a nice day. I would have. Ah! <laughs> oh. That's awesome. It's like, so you want to not go through security, go outside I and know. feed each other the boots for yeah, a little bit? go outside at the airport. I did tweet this and somebody was like, you should have said, yeah, let's go outside and then let him leave the line. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God, that would have been great. I know. But I think that people- I'll meet you out there. I think people, obviously everyone's insane these days and enraged all the time. Yes. But I also think that <clears throat> people have so much anxiety about flying and don't know where to put it. Yes. That they get drunk or take pills. They get, they get <laughs> yes. like crazy to relieve their anxiety and then they're like irresponsible with their behavior. This right. guy felt like he was on speed, Karen Kilgaro style. <laughs> yeah. Um, was he trying to make plans with you for lunch, dinner, and the show that you're going to do that party night? with me. <laughs> uh, he's on edge. He had a yeah. He was trying to organize a party. That was that I night. did. It was even though I did call him out for cutting in front of me. 
I didn't like make a big deal of it after that because I was like, this guy must be going through hell. Yes. Like, why would he behave this way if his right, life right. wasn't a total nightmare? Yes. Totally, yeah. yeah. And he knew he was wrong to cut in front of you. That's why he was being so defensive. Yes. Which mm -hmm. is like, then he's just caught. Yes. Yeah. Did, you, did you say he was big? Big, but like broad chested, like yes. strong. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he could have, he would have beat me up. Right. Bad. If, if you would just step outside. Yeah. Yeah, there's sure. also guys that are like that, and it's always worked for them since they're, he maybe just wanted to fight also. There's also yeah. just sinister people like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been in situations like that. It's like, oh, there is no logic behind this. There is yeah. no reasoning with this person. <laughs> no. He gets, like, uh, excited in almost a sexual way by punching another man <laughs> in the face. And I, the, what's interesting is he was in the wrong, yet he was... At coming at you yes. like you cut him off. Yes. That's it, what's hilarious. It was crazy. It's yes. it's so funny because I've been in that exact situation, Matt, and I and I did re I was like, what what would that mean? We would both leave this <laughs> yeah. and go outside. And then come check back in. Yeah, think yeah. about that. Yeah. You want to yeah. miss your flights yeah. for this? And then he was like, humph, humph. Yeah. but he was dad age. I wish he could have at least just admitted, like, this is sexual for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fighting people is sexual. God, you look good in this TSA line. What like, is it? Okay, if you need this, I'll, I'll do it. Well, that's you. a known thing. <laughs> I'll do this dance with you. Yeah. Uh, the MMA fighter Tank Abbott, It's everyone talks about how he would get erections while he fought people. Really? Yeah, and it was intimidating for a lot of fighters. A, a lot of them would be like kind of uh, homophobic about it, and but he would get aroused, and he'd have a boner, and he'd wow. have you in a leg lock, and, <laughs> and it was very obvious because it was, you know, you're pretzeled up, your yeah. face is right near it. I don't understand how, because I was just watching. Tank Abbott probably listens to the podcast. Hey, <laughs> I, it, we're just praising him for having a great yeah, strategy. We're and for an the boner. awesome boner. I just watched the Paul Giamatti movie Win Win, where he plays uh -huh. a high school wrestling coach. Uh -huh. And as I was watching, I'm like, isn't the thing with guys in high school, and I know this because I know boy things, yeah. that, that <laughs> it's constant worry that you're going to get an erection and you can't do anything about it. And then you become a wrestler? Where, right. like, obviously, that's you're highly at risk. I know. And in, like, a singlet? It he, just seems very he, risky. I he, know. He probably was walking around with a boner half his life, and he's like, how can I use this to my advantage? Yes. Oh, I know. I'll become a fighter. Yeah, because it's at the bank, it's not working. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not the, Nobody he, likes this at the bank. <laughs> there's very strong letters from Wells Fargo. It's so, it's so quiet there. You could hear that erection coming. <laughs> Please don't bring it. it it's funny, because the last time I went to a doctor, you're scared because, and not to be gross, but I had to get a camera in mine, and I and you, mm -hmm. you really are. Your body reacts to that, and it wants your your penis wants to go away because of it. But <laughs> what doctor, does your penis want? It, it wanted to just go away, just be a turtle and go yeah. away. Yeah. It's like and, a, a penis in junior high. Just, and, oh, can I disappear? Exactly, <laughs> and also it's hard to get. Uh, get cathetered or get a, I'm sorry that I'm an old man, but I've had a, I, you know, it's out of responsibility and it's harder. That's so what I, this podcast is about is educating listeners. So yes. I, before the woman came Chris's in, prostitute. I sort of made myself get sort of a, 
an erection just by just because I knew it would make it easier. <laughs> really? Did the doctor request this or was this a choice no, you I, made? And it was a timing thing. I don't uh -huh. want to overdo it and tank Abbott up this situation. <laughs> but I do want to make sure it's not the smallest it can be, which is usually where I'm at mm. when I'm walking around or riding a bike, you know, your body. Now, tends. was that a difficult challenge being that you're about to have a painful medical procedure? It was difficult for me to just talk about it. Mm. Just now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now, uh, is it a fetish thing? <laughs> you no, have to have a camera I, in your It's getting penis. so expensive. <laughs> I wish I just liked having sex. I have to buy um, that tiny camera uh, my, to have in my bedside table. And that's why I get. That's why I keep trying to get these commercials so I can get the insurance so I can just we'll get, get an off. Indie go, of, go going yes. for you. Let's get this GoFundMe yeah. so that Chris can get what he needs. It's gonna really have a long convoluted description, but please, <laughs> I just need to see a doctor, and it's not for medical reasons. I'm worried about the prizes that you get with each pledge. What do they yeah. call that? The reward. I don't want my reward. Uh, yeah. No, thank you. All unclaimed rewards. <laughs> oh, man. Mm. Well, it's true. Chris it's acted in an episode of season two of Corporate this year. And it turned out good, right? It turned out great. And, 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 he, and he was panicked day of. Talking about, going back to talking about being a fraud. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I was, I wanted I to be good. I had to talk him off a ledge. Yeah. I wanted to be good. Did you really? Yes. I have a friend who hit a, <laughs> a guy here. Really? Whoa. Because, well, yeah, there's so many it people It was probably around. that guy. He just yeah. leapt into traffic. He really did. Um, when when the show comes out January 15th, is, <laughs> is are they Very all... Good plug. Can you watch them all? Not at once, Okay. No. Comedy Central's doing this new thing okay. where they don't adopt adapt to the times. Re oh, good. <laughs> right. Good. Perfect. Right. It's yeah. like a retro station. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like uh -huh. TV land. <laughs> No, I like I like when you have to wait. Yeah, so it'll be out. Yeah, January fifteenth, and your episode. You're in the finale. Um, right. Ooh, yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Can you just tell? Can I get an overview of what Chris will be doing? Yes. Well, if you if you watch the first season, sans spoilers. Yes. Right. You'll I'll spoil something in the first season, which is that you learn that Chris's character Ted. He admits to having inadvertently helped do 9-11. Right. And right. you don't ever learn what his involvement was. Right. So this... <laughs> Is the phrase do 9-11? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I helped do 9-11. And so that's all you hear from him. He's another little part in that, in that episode as well. But that, but it's the same character. I'm still Ted You're again. Still when Ted. I, so we yeah, just yeah. learn more about Ted in this. Yeah, he comes yeah. back and is up to some new things that he is also not very good at. Yes, um, uh, causing uh, more not as big as 9/11. But yes. uh, I was say, he must be pretty good. <laughs> Wait, what just happened? A bird just fucking crop dusted us. Committed suicide on us. <laughs> that was insane. I think that bird just fired out on your hood. It was uh, like a teenage boy bird. Stephen, if there was ever a time I wish you were taking Instagram stories, <laughs> pigeon attack would there, definitely be one. Even if he was poised and ready with a with a tripod, he would not have captured that quick yeah, moment. Yeah, that was a that would have been tough shooting wise. By the way, Stephen is cramped back here, is and he? if he if his parents were to see what he's doing, they would be like, "What are you? What is your life?" Like, what 
<laughs> now they do pay you for this, don't they? Yes. Yes. Uh, actually, I should say my phone died, so I'm taking notes on the Starbucks cup. Oh, wow. <laughs> God. Like prison That's good style. producing, Stephen. That is fucking in the clutch producing. Well done. Was that episode I did not to go back to? Was it? Mm-hmm. It was it direct or written by uh, Bridger Weiniger? No, it okay. was not. It was written by Jessica Gao. But he did write some, right? He did. He was he, a writer. Yeah. I just was on thing, and he had written it, and then he met. He brought that up. And oh, I'm single like, parents, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh huh. Don't anyone get excited. My character's name is Man. Oh, yeah, he told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. Yes. I'm hoping uh, we can change it to arguing man, but uh, it might just be man. What about sweating man in the grocery store? Yeah, very specific. Man that has riddled with self-doubt man. (laughs) So it's more about me. Bridger Weininger is deeply funny, and we would give him every script we wrote to punch up, and he would add probably five to six new jokes, a script that we would leave in. He's a so very good. high caliber writer. Yeah. And what I was talking about earlier, he's one of the, there was a window of time where career like Rob Delaney from Twitter, these mm-hmm. people were getting plucked out. I don't think it happens anymore, right? Mm-hmm. But Bridger was like noticed on Twitter. Yes. How I remember. Very cool. No, he's the funniest. He also, um, I, I don't know how much of this type of thing I'm allowed to say. Stephen, prepare to make a note on your cup that we might have to cut this. Yes. But Bridger is going to have a podcast coming out on my, our new podcast I'm network. I'm very oh, excited cool. about that. I am too. Yes. It's such a funny idea. And when he told when he told me the title, and I won't say it, well, it'll be a big teaser for later, but mm-hmm. it made me laugh. It's so him, and yes. it made me laugh so hard, and I immediately had 15 ideas. Yes. Like, it's just so good. Oh, I man, I wish you can tell us after. Yes. I really, I'm mm-hmm. on a, I'm hanging a cliff on the edge. You're on a cliff. <laughs> no, I'm on a cliff. <laughs> One finger. <laughs> I'm, I'm hang gliding. I don't have the right equipment. I'm actually a bit of a, in a panic state. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to scoop you right up the second this thing Hurry ends. up. It's really windy. A bird just attacked me. <laughs> oh, a goodness. dirty pigeon just flew low. Look at every... They're, like, redoing everything. Everything's starting to look nice again. Yep, it's oh, happening. Yeah. Not those guys. Oh, not those guys. Those are condemned. <laughs> Ooh, Christmas. Christmas. Do you guys get excited about Christmas, Matt? Do you decorate or, or holidays? or? I have, a, I think, a healthy relationship with Christmas. <laughs> sure, me too. Where I don't get overly excited, but I try to allow myself to get swept up as much as I am able to because there is so little joy left in this <laughs> right, world. Right. That yes. even though Christmas is in insane and a totally batshit and crazy consumerist holiday. Yeah. I try to let it make me feel good if it can. Yeah. Yeah. I And, and my family gets along and we exchange gifts. It, it's nice. Yeah, it is nice. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it as yes. well. I love it. There's a man at the uh, end of my sister's street and the game is always, and when I'm up there for Thanksgiving, will he put up his Christmas lights before I leave? Mm. Because he does the full on every single, like the car, the house we just drove by, um, where it's like as many things as he can fit on his front lawn <laughs> sure. and on the front of his house, he puts up. I love that. And it all goes with music. And it's like a whole event. And it's so fun because my niece has loved it since she was like a baby. So then it's kind of like a weird tradition of somebody else doing all the work. And then we like drive by it basically. (laughs) Right, right. And like stuff like that is my favorite. I really appreciate people like that more and more as I get older. Because I learn like, like I don't put up Christmas lights. So it's like, thank God this guy exists who does that. Exactly. I don't do it because I know these guys are going to overdo it and they'll make up for 
That's the, right. the loss of me not doing it. Because well, it is a loss. It, it's a huge loss. We miss you. <laughs> yeah, I used to be good. I used to paint windows. I was into the holidays. You were in all of it. I just don't do it anymore. Uh, but I think it's also for slightly older people who understand. They've been. It's for people whose lives have been decimated. And yes. then they're like, look, a string of life. <laughs> like, we can, we can be happy again. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly yeah. believe that's what it's all about. This it's like, is, if you're kind of in your life and doing it, you're like, oh, shit, it's Christmas. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yes. But if you're like, oh, everyone in my family's dead. Yeah. Look at this. Look at this picture of a snowman. Yeah, this will make up for the fact that the house is now empty. <laughs> Except for me. I drank hot cocoa last night. Oh. And it really did something for me. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sexually. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you're like the tank habit of beverages. <laughs> Were you, was it happening in the Starbucks? I put the hot cocoa into my penis. <laughs> and I got it a little erect right before, so. <laughs> yes. You guys have so much to talk about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're not saving it for later. It's now on the podcast. I yeah, I uh, I I I get excited. I get excited for Christmas. It's there, the best. There was a street in Austin where people. It was the entire street. There wasn't one house that didn't uh, participate in in just like all these houses required extra power sources and car batteries mm-hmm. for like these. A lot of the houses, like in, there was a sequence, like a pattern that went across three houses. Ooh. So they all got together to do this thing. Mm. And it was like one an. One was an- Muslim, one was Jewish. And <laughs> yeah, one was Christian. you'd like to think so. Oh. Yeah, it was really pretty cool. Um, it was like watching an animated light show. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, and this was a lot. And so you, everyone, there was just, so everyone's into it because there was a line of cars always just waiting to see these lights. Also, it's free. And it's everyone's free, yeah. broke these days. Yeah, sure. No one can do a bunch of crazy shit. But like, if a bunch of people go, then it's like, oh yeah, I want to do what everybody else is doing. Yes. And it really is delightful when things are lit up. It's nice. It mm-hmm. is. By the way, we just passed a tanning salon. Isn't that crazy that that is still happening? <laughs> yeah. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same color. Yeah. As what the sun does. Oh, I guess they could be doing spray tans versus like uh, like cancer-inducing like hotbeds or whatever those I did a spray tan. I think they still do. Oh, I yeah. got spray tanned and I, I did the full, the darkest you can get. It was for... Why I did, did you do this? For a Jersey Shore character. Oh, I was okay, interviewing okay. these guys. Nice. And, uh, but they did abs on me and everything. Like I, it was really How did pretty it feel fun. to have abs? It felt great. I pulled up my shirt at the end of the segment and everyone was like, man, you got all ripped. And I'm like, no, it's spray tan pattern. It's contouring. No, I'm a fraud. <laughs> it was a stencil of tits and uh, or pecs and tits. tits. Pets and tits. <laughs> Man, tits. You're filthy today, Chris. <laughs> this, this is rated X. This yeah, episode. Jesus. I know. I Chris, I come on here to have a nice time. <laughs> drink hot cocoa and not talk about your penis. I drank hot cocoa last night. I'm really sorry. I mentioned the urethral catheter camera. I really am sorry. I wish I hadn't read it, uh, brought it up at all. But we've referenced it so many times since then that you have to leave. 
leave it in. Yeah. You no, can't edit it out. It's foundational now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's once I start talking about catheters and cameras, <laughs> you can't get me to stop. Now, do you order your catheters on TV? I reuse them. That's <laughs> not actually how my grandpa died. No. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No. I'm sorry. Chris. I normally wouldn't. Jesus. <laughs> normally blurt something you like that. You have really tainted this episode. Hey, it's important to let people know don't reuse these things. You will get an infection. That's the point of this episode. You it's will. Good. It's important for your health to always use a new cap. And if anybody needs to know it, it's the listeners of Do You Need a Ride? The oldest. Yes. Uh, consort of hey, podcast uh, listeners there is. I'm in my early 40s, barely in my 40s, and I've I've needed... Uh, You're basically 39. <laughs> Some would say. It's, no one's going to go to the hospital to get cast. If you're going to have to go to your house, you got to use one of these Wilford Brimley sponsored... 1-800-CATHETER. Have you started a catheter company? Is yes. this all a ploy? Yes, and they're not made of plastic. It's biodegradable paper <laughs> catheters. And it saves the turtles. It's called Do You Need a Catheter? And that's why we're bringing it up on this show right now. So far, I just designed my own. It's a, it's a straw. It's a regular straw. <laughs> It's a straw. Starbucks straw that other people aren't allowed to use. <laughs> that other people have used. No. It's a used straw. Gross. Sorry. But an unused catheter. <laughs> That's right. That's the key. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, sorry. Karen, this place that. across the street from me is for rent. If Ooh. anyone in my back. family who is, neighbors? Who, I do. I need to move. And I'm like knocking on the door. Where do you want to go to lunch? Uh, Where speed. do you want to go to dinner? <laughs> I'm back on speed. <laughs> Let's do this thing. <laughs> we got to make it happen. Uh, I think that was a really long drive, wasn't it? To nowhere. Yeah. It was great. I mean, in a good way. <laughs> we mentioned the airport. We did it Why did we do that? <laughs> it, that had wasting everything. time. Even though we didn't actually go to the airport, that had everything that doing that provides. We talked about Hawaii. We talked about yes. flight. We talked about TSA. We talked about the Catheter. We talked about the camera in my penis. <laughs> so do you guys pick people it. up from the airport sometimes? We uh, haven't in a while. The airport hell. It, it has changed. It's fucking worse. Yeah. Now it's that shared rides cool. Unless it's there. Burbank. You could do Burbank Airport. Burbank. Bank's great. Mm -hmm. yeah. LAX is living hell. Yes. And we keep, this is now season two. You're the second episode of season two. Wow. Do you need a ride? We decided to break it up like that. Because <laughs> um, now we're on the exactly right now. That's right. But um, plug, plug. But uh -huh. um, yeah, it started to be where the person who would ask for the ride, we would judge them on, it would be like, are they worth picking up from the airport? Because it's like, we're not driving out there for just any old right. middler. Right. It's going to have to be someone that delivers uh -huh. big time or we're not doing it. Someone like, what's his name? That actor? Oh, that would have been a great callback Carrie if I always. remembered the name of that actor. <laughs> I'll get, I'll just go past, sir. Just... Just T-bone backwards. So, am I right? Is it January 15th? January corporate? 15th on Comedy Central at 10.30 after Drunk Ooh. History. Or find it however you can. I think it'll be on iTunes and Amazon. Sure, there's different ways. Do whatever you need to do to watch it. Yeah, follow BitTorrent. Me, yeah, follow me on Instagram, <laughs> at Matt Ingebritz, And I'm posting a lot of fun pics these days. What are you posting these days, Matt? Well, I got to... Actually, Bridger Weininger uh, gave me a t-shirt 
uh, and on the t-shirt, it's a red t-shirt and in white letters, it says, if you have a problem with my badass attitude, call 1-800-EAT-SHIT. Yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> yes. and it's my favorite t-shirt now. <laughs> and I just posted a Hawaii pic of me wearing that t-shirt on the beach. Wait, today. were you wearing that shirt when you were going through TSA? <gasps> you started that oh, fight, Max. It's you and you. You did it. Oh, no. No, it's too late. No. Yeah. I don't accept your apology. <laughs> well, thank you for having me on, guys. Oh, my God. Thank of you course. so much. That was wonderful. Oh, yeah, I'm very it. excited. Do you have, what do you got coming up? Got to plug anything? Nope. You know, you're just relaxing? I just, I'm maxing and relaxing. How about you plug Christmas? I have. Oh! <laughs> so Jesus uh, is risen. No, that's Easter. Yeah. Um, it's Jesus' birthday, everybody. I <laughs> on, Jan, on December twenty fifth on Christmas on Christmas yeah two thousand yes. years ago yeah uh -huh. oh God, happy it. birthday Jesus and I'm doing I want to mention I'm doing recording a special on January fifth yes in Portland Oregon awesome what place are you if recording at uh, Mississippi Studios awesome two shows that is very exciting. cool and uh, it's important to me it's the most important. Uh, comedy set of my life so far okay. so fly to Portland. That's not Please. too much pressure to put on no, yourself. No, no, I'm very excited. <laughs> That's the exact right amount of pressure, I'm I'd gonna say. Act. If you don't do this, <laughs> yeah. two, one it's, of these two shows correctly, it's it, over. It is the end. <laughs> it's the over. It's, it's just over. going to be a very expensive mistake for me if mm. I don't do well. Um, but Mississippi Studios is awesome. Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. It's cool. It's a good spot. Yeah. It's a great town. They are so smart. They know their comedy. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I got good cameras and nice guys operating them. And it's going to be great. If you're listening and you're anywhere in the Williamette Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Tigered. Up to Bend. The Dolls. <laughs> wow, good call. Oh, I fucking know it all. And don't uh, forget to keep an eye out for Chris's upcoming catheter company. <laughs> I really... Biodegradable. If you are a member of my family, I'm sorry I so cavalier. It was in the moment that I brought up the passing of my grandfather. But if you didn't know, do just... Don't reuse <laughs> catheters. This is, it's almost like the ultimate it's not spoiler funny to alert. Me. It's, it's not funny. I'm being serious. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I'm serious but it is, too. But it's we're funny. also gesturing it's, very big. Yeah. <laughs> all of our hands are up. We're all doing <laughs> weird. Dead serious. Right Everyone has their tiny orange hands up. <laughs> Look and listen. This is crazy. I, but it's hard not to giggle like a fifth grader when you're talking about catheters. Yes. That's right. That's why I was laughing. Not because I think it's funny when when grandpa's It's dying. huge. This is the one that Trump does the most that I hate, which is the okay huge. sign pointed at someone. Mm, well, I think yeah. he's doing an okay job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. That's, um, that's okay. So I think uh, this, this, this is a conclusionary moment. Do it. Wrap it. You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced by Annalise Nelson. Mixed by John Bradley. Our talent booker is Patrick Kotner. Theme song by Karen Kilgareth. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks. Follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast. For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome.
Follow Do You Need a Ride on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you never miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show. And visit the exactlyrightstore.com to purchase Do You Need a Ride merch.